them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. My Birdman hands. <laughs> These must sound like sandpaper. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Got quite a bit of topics today. Uh, Gamescom just got wrapped, so got a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff was happening, a lot of stuff going on. PS5 on the, I don't know what they doing, but they going crazy. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about. But before we get started, as usual, uh, Jalen or Josh, whoever want to go first, uh, let the know how to, let the people know how you guys are doing, what's been going on. Uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while either, so no multiverses matches, which is crazy. But um, yeah, what y'all been doing? Man, I heard Jalen said multiverse is trash now, so straight. <laughs> he done with it. That, Man, that, that I, makes I was sense. Playing it the other day. That makes sense. You was playing it. I know you said the last thing I heard from you was the, about the battle pass being too crazy long or whatever. And then yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna be sitting here playing this game all this and I'm I'm already I'm this high of the level and I'm only at level eight on the battle pass. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I just got done playing for like three hours. Uh, I've still been playing it, but yeah, uh, everything's straight. I'm just trying to uh power out here right now. So I'm just talking about regular data, but um yeah, man, everything cool. I got a job I'm finna start on the A, so I'm finna move back to Chicago. Um, and just yeah, so really September. just trying to stay active. Yeah, yep. Oh, okay. Um, so that and just trying to, you know, stay working out and stuff like that, like I've been doing. But I've been having a lot of downtime and stuff like that. I've been trying to uh, beat Ration and Clank, so. Okay. Well, and then just travel and stuff and hang out with my friends. That's pretty much it. Well, Ratchet and Clank is a lot better than Watch Dogs, too, so I commend you on that choice. <laughs> You're playing Rift Apart, no, right? You... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, they don't miss, man. I'm like, man, miss. Game hard. <laughs> Sony don't miss, baby. Yeah, they don't miss. Oh, that's uh, the new one. Yeah, Rift Apart. You playing? Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, what about you, Josh? Um, I've been doing a lot, just like uh, running errands, getting stuff set up because. You know, I recently moved, um, and mm-hmm. everything has been been going smooth. It's just been been busy all day, and I've still been uh, having to go to work too. So, um, haven't played much. Um, when I do hop on, it's just like I just been hopping on random online games just to like check in, see what the season like. I jumped on Destiny the other day. What nothing really going on, but we'll see. Um, what changes Destiny got coming in the future? Uh, yeah, Fortnite and I try, like we mentioned, I tried to play multiverses, but I can't because then it's not available in uh, Japan. So it is what yeah. it is. Um, I haven't tried the whole like setup around like VPN and everything. I might give it a try, but uh, yeah, it just you know it's something you don't think about, but then you go to a different place and now your games work differently because they're online only. So it's, that's always something you got to think of. 
Gotcha. And you tried it on your Xbox as well, or is it it's still doing the same? Oh thing no, too? I don't. I still don't have my uh, Xbox yet. Okay. Yeah, let me know how that works because um, they that was like one of the bigger selling points that they had no restrictions on how they played with games, like where you can sit your Xbox and what you can like where you can basically be virtually versus where is that physically like it's separated mm-hmm. into. So that was one of the bigger things that they kind of you know not are talked about. So I would love to hear about like basically if it works because <laughs> i don't know yeah. i mean i'm always at the same place i'm you know you know location wise so i'm not really doing anything like that so i want to see if that actually works or not uh but yeah okay um i just got done with my mom being up here for an entire week um that was a lot of fun we was watching um sandman and it was one tr- episode that really tripped her out <laughs> And it was, um, Sandman is a Netflix special or Netflix, uh, a series essentially. And they got a lot of weird stuff in there. I ain't gonna hold you. So, um, but my mom likes Supernatural and stuff like that. So we were watching it and, um, one of the episodes was dealing with like not telling lies anymore and like what would cause people to like, what would happen if the world kind of, um, couldn't, couldn't lie. Or people couldn't lie, um, even white lies or things like that, and it kind of, kind of went, kind of went left real fast, and um, yeah. So it was, it was just fun watching something with you know my mom. We, I know we watched House of Dragon and stuff like that, but we were just chilling, having a good time. I really wasn't playing a game like that because she was up here, so I didn't really get on the game at all, honestly. Uh, not. Not for longer than like a session or something like that. I really wasn't on the game, but yeah, it was fun. She's gone now. Pretty sad, but um, I'll see her again at some point. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Uh, just drawing my mom's company, sitting here with the at the kids, doing all that good jazz, catching up with my mom. Uh, but yeah, that's all I pretty much did over the week. Obviously, I still stuck with the news. I wanted to know what was happening. Tried to get a little bit of Gamescom and see what was happening. I tried to watch it live. It's too boring. So I cut it off mm-hmm. and um, I just <laughs> went back to, uh, you know, what Jalen's tried and true. I'm just going to read the updates as they come and get it whatever is interesting. So that's what I ended up doing, which was, you know, much better and, fi- and efficient, I would say. Uh, but the first thing I wanted to start with, um, if y'all ain't got nothing else, I kind of wanted to start with Forspoken. Um, how much I how much I know about that game? I know Josh, you probably seen some other stuff or some stuff about it, but how much do you know about that Square Enix game from coming out the Square Enix camp? I know them your boys, y'all boys per se. <laughs> Not just one of y'all, but both of y'all. Uh, Man, just to mm-hmm. disprove your statement, I don't know much about Forest Poker. <laughs> I'm supposed I'm a Square Enix fanboy, but I don't know. That, that, the math ain't mathing right now, so I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> the math ain't mathing. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, um, Forest yeah, Poker. Yeah, well, Forest Poker is uh, a open world esque 
Assassin's Creed parkour style game where it looks like it really has a lot of fun uh, mechanics to get around the world. It's like big and open, um, but it's not so no civilization out in the world. So it's kind of like you just go out there to hunt and, you know, gather stuff. So more Tomb Raider-esque, but no tombs. So um, I don't really know what to think of it. I think the gameplay itself, they just revealed another 10-minute trailer. Um, If you haven't got a chance to watch that, I would watch that. Um, But it basically just gives an overview of the world because they kept getting a lot of feedback that nobody knew what the world was going to be like, like, they kept telling a story, but everybody was like, the world looks bland. What do you do in the world? So they got like the Ubisoft classic. They got towers where you can go expand your map and get like a viewpoint. Um, and you can go around and do like points of interest. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't see much else. They You, got, you go out and do quests. Um, the fun, the fun thing that, that, that looks really cool about the game now that I've seen that 10 minute long trailer is simply the mechanics, like the, how you parkour around the world. They give you like a, um, they basically give you one of those daggers that you like, Jalen, that you can teleport to, um, and from Final Fantasy. So they're basically some reuse assets, but it's kind of in a different makeup, but, um, they got that and they have like, um, the ability like high jumps and stuff like that. So you can traverse the world fairly quickly and that looks fun. And then the gameplay itself, like the actual combat is kind of like devil may cry ish. Real, real, really, really, um, like, um, showy, like real, real showy. Like it has a lot of, uh, visuals on the screen, particle effects. It, it, it kind of makes you feel like you're doing a lot. Maybe when you're not doing much and it has like the, the counter system where you kind of have like, you know, ice combat and makes people get vulnerable to that and stuff like that. So it's, it's borrowing, borrowing a lot of final fantasy stuff. And, and, and don't tell me you don't enjoy final fantasy, cause I know you do, but, um, it, it borrows a lot of that stuff, but it's in real time. So it kind of feels more on the final fantasy seven remake. Um, but, just a little bit more uh, showy or like, I don't know, flashy. So that's what Forspoken is. It comes out. When did this game come out? January 24th of 2023. It has a black lead, which is nice to see. Um, she runs around with her with these. Uh, that's nice. She got some Chuck Taylors on. I ain't gonna hold you. I like Chuck Taylors. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's me describing. I ain't gained no opinion yet, but did you see much about it, Josh? Uh, I saw a little bit of the, the 10 minute trailer, um, basically Mm -hmm. similar to what you said. It's kind of like an open world, uh, just like game. Uh, I wasn't really clear on the quest, like, like you said, why you actually are going out, but it seems like Mm -hmm. just a a city with a big open world. I guess it would kind of remind me of just like wandering around in Final Fantasy 15. Um, Cause like you could just like stay on the road where you're going, but they want you to go out and like, you know, Jayla and Crash is playing into <laughs> the light pole. 
but they I don't think they like got that. dungeons, you know? Like at least those had like those like real large, you know, two hour dungeons when you do and you get out and you can't crash into a white car again. No, so at least they had at least they had dungeons, but they didn't show any of like no dungeons. So I'm just trying to figure out like what is the quest going to make the world, you know, fun? Or is there, like, stuff to find and, like, see and explore? I know they had, like, custom, like, you know, you can go to, like, merchants and trade in things. So, I, I when, you, when I it's think of these types of games, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it's going to be better if you can't crash in the light poles. That's all I'm saying. But continue. Yeah, and I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she got no light poles, honestly. I think, What's what's gonna be interesting is how much damage it takes if you fall and like can't get up because like there's a lot of parkour in it and it's a lot of like um gr- grappling sides like the grapples uh, and I'm like if that junk don't work maybe you gotta start your puzzle jump all over again that's gonna be annoying but outside of that <clears throat> I don't see it being <laughs> I don't see it being like um very difficult. Um, they they do have some really cool like landscape stuff where you kind of have like things built up very tall that you got to reach, but I mean that's all just teleporting and doing high jumps. Um, they really haven't shown the big fights or any other big secrets where you can like, okay, I'm going to be doing this. But it is Square Enix, and they made Tomb Raider, they made Final Fantasy. They're used to making games where they have some secret type of dungeons that you go in and explore. So I wouldn't expect no less. There is times where you have like these, these windstorms kind of where you can go into them and they kind of are more difficult and they have like very, a lot of enemies inside and they kind of give you a lot of rewards. So maybe that is there, um, you know, conceptualized dungeon um but i don't know i i before yeah, I the windstorm thing yeah go ahead yeah let, let y'all talk what i would say is that a lot of the uh i don't know if they have dungeons but i'm thinking about why you would be able to like teleport and move around so much mm-hmm. uh but then i saw the windstorm part and it just looks like um destiny levels where it'd be like <laughs> a lot of floating rocks and you gotta yep. you know you out in the darkness chasing uh whoever mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever high boss or whatever <laughs> uh yeah you you just jump on a lot of different platforms fighting enemies go to the next platform i mean it doesn't look bad because the, the movement in the game looks mostly fluid like you have a lot of options to uh to get around uh uh-huh. whereas like in 15 you could only like you can dodge away or you can jump up on like the, the power line or whatever, but it didn't feel like you had full movement. Whereas this game, it gives you full movement of well, where you want to like dash or teleport and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you were saying you want to go on your, your opinion on it. Yeah. I'm going to go on my opinion on it. Um, so, uh, what I can say is that at least it's not, uh, you know, last gen game. It's one of those games where it's only going to be on the PlayStation or the PC. So maybe PlayStation five, I'm sorry. So maybe it's going to be a little bit more, um, spectacular in like the events, like things that are occurring on the screen. Um, obviously the combat already looks a little bit more refreshing. It doesn't look as 
jumbled as it did when it first was shown. So the time that they have now, maybe to add more polish, make sure those big events are, you know, nice. Um, I don't think the story is going to be great. Honestly, um, it doesn't seem as if they put too much. It's like it's like the horizon of horizon effect, like horizon did not have a great story first time around. Second time around, it was OK. Um, but the first time around, they really just focused on gameplay. And if the gameplay is solid and it's actually, you know, providing next gen features for me, like faster load times, um, quick quick time, you know, being able to quickly get in and out of things and no low screens and um, just just like, you know, that's that simplification of uh, gaming. I like that when it comes to gaming now. So I really want to see that. And if it can, you know, give me those Devil May Cry vibes, holding combos and really juggling a lot of different, you know, elements. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, it kind of goes back to my Saints Row thing, where it's like Saints Row sucked for me simply because it did not have anything to offer. Like, I don't expect the story to be goodness. If it's good, that's even more. So it's like, you know, icing on the cake. But if it's not the gameplay that they're showing, plus the traversal stuff, it's it's enough to like put it on my radar for maybe not a day one purchase, but maybe like, you know, a month or two down the line when I can get it on sale or used or whatever the case may be. Um, and nothing right now has wowed me to the point where I would want to play it day one, but it definitely hasn't digressed. It hasn't like become worse. It has come, it has shown that it's getting better, like traversal to the gameplay, to the animations. They all look much better. Obviously the face animations for the characters, terrible still, um, but overall, at least those things are coming together to kind of show what the game is going to be about. And that's maybe that's just them showing more of the game because really we didn't get much. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, she got fancy cloaks. Um, but that's, that's pretty much all I have for, for spoken. I think as long as they, you know, stay within those realms of things and like they don't deviate too crazy and then make it make it become like um just a bunch of like not focused on anything. Like I hate when games just don't have a focus truly. Um I want her I want the focus to be on the parkour and the gameplay. Like I want them to focus heavily on expanding how you fight and like what mo what with um what movement and like really start to, pro, you know, provide, you know, some meaning behind her movement abilities. Like she can run fast. She can put boost on her feet. Like I want to see all that stuff come to fruition. I want to see like that, you know, that gameplay loop really be good. And if it is, and people are really, you know, praising that it may be something that pushes me to go buy it sooner than later. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I ain't got no complaints. I think what they showed did the job that they were supposed to do, get people excited and get people a really understanding of the world itself. So, yeah, that's all I got. Any um, thoughts on Forspoken or opinions on a sport for spoken that may be, you know, different. If y'all think this game just look super uh. trash. <laughs> 
whatever you got. No, I, I'll say like the the gameplay uh, doesn't seem bad. At the first few times that they showed it off, it was not really clear, like you said. But with more trailers, you can see how uh, dynamic or whatever they're trying to make the um, movement, as well as like they've been talking about a lot about the combat. Like they have supposedly like a hundred different spells and stuff that you can get in that. They they all are like very big and explosive, kind of like they were in like Final Fantasy fifteen. But in that game, you didn't use spells that often. But they were big and fancy in that game. So uh, if that stuff is cool, it might be enough for the game to like be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. The all the other store stuff, like the characters in the story, it doesn't feel like they put the same amount of time or effort that they did the movement and the combat. So I'm expecting those to be like you said, much. Uh, weaker you know maybe it's just not as interesting or a lot weaker than the rest of the elements of the game mm-hmm. normally in a situation like that i would probably skip it unless there was something like really really unique that tied me to it uh, but i will say like that it's not always true like uh a game that i do like is dragon's dogma and a lot of people like it and when that game came out it was in a very sim- similar situation where the gameplay is fun but the story and everything nobody cared about um, but over time, its gameplay was just unique enough that people just will go back to it just for that. Um, and later, they added an expansion that made like the story and the rest of that more interesting. But this game, like, if yeah, hopefully, the stuff you can do in the game with movement and combat is fun enough uh, that it can um, carry the game on its own because it it does seem unique like there aren't a lot of games that you can move around and stuff like that um in like the triple a space so hopefully it does well um yeah yeah so yeah okay is it day one cop for you Jalen? you're getting for you're already copped yeah he already he he already did you know i got my pre-order bought the deluxe edition got a (laughs) hundred off me off top Uh, now I gotta support my Square Enix fanboys. Hey, no, you gotta support, man. Uh, but yeah, I, it it definitely has a catch, and that that catches the parkour, that catches like the gameplay. So as long as it 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 like wins in that area, I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um. A lot of games came out of Gamescom, I ain't gonna lie, and there were some interesting ones, and then there were some really interesting ones, and one of those ones was uh, Lies of P. So Lies of P is basically Lies of Pinocchio, because you play as Pinocchio in the game, and your your journey is basically to become a real boy. I want to be a real boy! So that is basically the stupid game. I The premise is dumb. Um... I think that's, a, <laughs> I think to make a whole game around Pinocchio is very interesting to me. Obviously, the story has been told multiple different ways. And this is the the new way where you're a puppet and I guess you want to become a real boy. So, yeah, that, that is not. <laughs> explain what, what type of game is, uh, is copying. Nah, it's, it's literally like almost to the T copy in Bloodborne. Um, it literally has a stabbing mechanic when you heal. It the the items pop up in the same format. I'm talking about, you know, ladder animations. <laughs> I'm 
Tongue and everything. They basically stole that game and put uh Life Lies of P on top of it. Like honestly, I, I was I was really like, Whoa, is this like copyright infringement? I, that's what I was thinking the entire time I was watching it. Cause I mean they try to make it you know, pretend like it's something new, but no, you just stole everything from them, like everything. But they got a they got a grappling hook. Um, that's new. It's like a you can shoot it and pull enemies closer to you, but at the same time, it it's got it's like the animation of the whip in Bloodborne. So I don't know, but um, it has he has a weapon. He has a gun on this. You know, like. He has a gun and, you know, you can shoot. <laughs> Literally, they stole the game, bro. But uh, hopefully they do something, you know, unique to make it interesting. They had him drop like a 10, 12 minute gameplay trailer. And um, yeah, it's basically Bloodborne, um, but with, with puppets. So um, I kind of I'm liking the style of it to be honest, but, um, y'all know I didn't like Bloodborne. Um, so I ain't really got much else to say on it. I mean, I will, um, I guess talk about what I see in the game, but I ain't really got no stake in it, nor do I, um, I guess care about what they can do to make it fun. Cause I, (laughs) y'all know my, y'all know my stance. I played all the Dark Souls games and I didn't like them. And I still feel like, um, I play them and I, I I like the Elden Ring, but it's not like something I'm running back to. I guess I I always find a catch and I enjoy it for that reason. It's like, it's like my new, you know, Ludum fix, like my looter shooter fix. It's not, I can't play Bloodborne, Borderlands anymore because I just don't find it interesting. So, if I got to upgrade something and, you know, have a tangible feeling of upgrading and looting and grinding, it's in games like this now. Um, even if I don't necessarily like the entire premise of the game. So they, they do have something for me there. Um, I don't know if I can, if I can do that with a, a copycat, I ain't gonna hold you. I feel like, um, you know, from software did it so well that most of the time they, you know, other companies, they don't really, you know, meet expectations. So I don't know. Have you guys ever played a copycat of a Souls game? and was like, this is cool. Interesting. Like, I don't I don't remember doing that. I don't even think you guys tried Neo. So That's I guess uh, I mean, did you you ain't, don't they got a game called The Sir that was Android Souls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, search. Yep, yep. That was like Androids yeah, and and robots. Yep, and I played Robo that too. <laughs> yep. I beat that too, actually. And um, I don't know why I beat that because I didn't like the game either. So, um, but I did. I don't know. I mean, I, I played. I played War to the Fallen. I mean, you know that that game is sleepy. So <laughs> <laughs> you know they got another one coming out, right? They got a remake. For real? Yes, they got announced yeah. at Gamescom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nah, that 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 is the <laughs> that's where Sleepy Souls was coined at, bro. Because that I was just like, like, man, what is this? Bro? <laughs> right. That is but, Sleepy Souls. I mean, 
Pinocchio souls, I mean, I don't, it, it is giving Bloodborne, but I'm like, man. I don't know, man. It, it's giving Bloodborne man, to the yeah, Bloodborne at home. <laughs> the, the I I really don't. Um, I don't know. They still uh, like the the time the timing and like you know like the the, the time of where it's like where it's being like that. It's like that mid. I don't know if it's medieval, not medieval. It's like um, it's like Victorian, Victorian or like yeah, yeah pre industrial era yeah. stuff like that. Um, I I've played like other Souls copycat games, and some of them were alright. Some of them were terrible. Most of them were terrible. Uh, Neo, I didn't really like. I played, I don't know how far, maybe thirty to forty percent through it. Uh, but I feel like Neo was at its best when it was not trying to be a Souls game. And I think with Neo Two, they might have Im- improved on that stuff, where it's like it's okay to like slow down the combat and everything and make it more um, difficult. But I think the biggest thing with a lot of these games is they don't have anything unique other than being a copy of those games. Uh, I think one of the better ones I played was Mortal Shell, which was basically just a copy of Dark Souls. Um, but they had a, a slightly different mechanics where like instead of blocking, you can turn yourself into stone and stuff like that. But um, I enjoyed it, but how to explain it? The first like level, first area of the game, I liked, and the other three areas of the game were like trash. <laughs> so it, it's also more than just like getting the gameplay down. It's like, is the whole game good? And yeah. unfortunately, with with them being like, I'm gonna be an exact copy of Bloodborne. Everybody's gonna compare every single thing in the game to Bloodborne, and that's not also really a good look for you. It's also, you know, maybe the person making it, they really love uh, Bloodborne, which is obvious, and they they want to make their game as close to like that as possible, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so people get the feeling of Bloodborne. Um, but I don't know. So far from what I've seen in, of the Pinocchio game is I don't see anything unique about it other than it being Pinocchio. Uh, everything else is literally just uh, Yarnum and Bloodborne. And mm-hmm. This, I mean, the good stuff with Bloodborne is, I mean, personally, I think it's overrated, but like Bloodborne's gameplay is fun, and then it has like a weird, unique story with like space aliens, and it has a unique setting. And it's like, can you get that same reaction out of people with your game? Like, I don't really know. Uh, I was never interested in it. I'm probably gonna skip it, but we'll we'll see how, how people react to it when it's actually out. Um, I just think that it's it's not never a good look to just like cop not copy but be so close to your inspiration that, that you are only compared to it unfavorably. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, people are saying that they like that the idea, but it's a uh, it's it's basically a blatant you know bait and switch kind of like. I mean, not bait and switch, but copycat. And um, I don't know. I never liked games like that. Um, to be honest, I always wanted somebody to do something more unique. But um, at the same time, there's plenty of action style fighter games that I've enjoyed over the you know, over the years um, that have copied Devil May Cry to a T. So I don't I don't know. Um, 
were we were we interested in Bloodborne too? I just want to get a get a um, you know feel for the room, make sure I'm not talking to the wrong audience. Is is I is mean, there yeah, interest? I would, yeah, I would be interested in the Bloodborne yeah. too. I don't know if I'm necessarily interested in the Bloodborne remake, um, but I mean, it's still even if Bloodborne isn't my favorite Souls games, it's still like. I understand it's still people's like favorite game of all time, so I think there's still an audience for it. Gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, I wouldn't be interested for like a remake, especially if they finna slap a seventy dollar price tag on it. But uh, I mean, if they had a Bloodborne too, like I, I have some interest. I can't be like, you know, how the first Bloodborne was like eager for it, but you know, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'll probably play it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, I would probably play it because y'all would play it. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna run to it, but normally that's how it goes with from software games with me. Anyway, it's kind of like I play it and um, kind of give an opinion. I, I'm like the I'm like I'm like the the worst because it's like uh, I still play them even if I don't really like care to. But I find something to enjoy about it, so it's never like the, that biggest big of a deal. But they're never they I guess they've never been my favorite type of game. But they always have had something there for me to enjoy, so that makes them a good game in my eyes. So yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, but Lies of P, I i never had a real strong opinion about pinocchio i mean that's not gonna that's not grabbing me and um never had a real strong opinion about the copycat of a bloodborne but and bloodborne had a lot of different mechanics i don't think they have every mechanic in bloodborne in this game like i don't see him regenerating health from hitting people um so you know that might be something to, to, to think about too so yeah, you ain't got the Bloodborne music either. No, nah, they ain't got that. They ain't got that. That, that what's it? That Cursed Beast, <laughs> Cursed Beast. <laughs> they don't got that either. And uh, you know that game has some uh, funny situations, and uh, they have some weird, very, very strange enemies. But uh, we'll leave. Yeah, I remember your favorite, the mosquito. <laughs> Mosquitoes, them, them boys was carrying the Nile virus and everything, and everything else with it. I was like, man, that thing is ugly. Man, he used to be on the mic like, I hate these dudes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, it was it was the mosquitoes and the rats, bro. Used to keep complaining about that, bro. All that junk was gross. <laughs> all of it. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that game was it was quite disgusting. Um, well, yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's um, a good one, and hopefully, people have a some originality to it that kind of keeps it alive, as well as you know, makes it unique. So that's my expectation. Um, but I'm gonna stick to the originals. Uh, moving on, I wanted to talk about another. This is the year of the copycats, but Atomic Heart. I can't call it as a copycat. I mean, it's been a while since Bioshock came out, but it's technically a Bioshock copycat. And, um, but it looks really good. Like, I mean, I can't hold you. This is like one of the most 
beautiful looking games I've seen in a very long time. It's disgusting, like a lot of stuff that's happening. But when you go to the world and you like see the outside areas and the land, like the skybox and all that stuff, it really looks cool. Like animations on the weapons. Um, if you don't know, Atomic Heart is um, one of the newer games coming out from a German studio. I don't know the name of the studio. Um, let me see if I have it pulled up here. What is the name of this studio? Uh, Mundfish. M-U-N-D-F-I-S-H. Um, Mundfish. I don't know if these people are people that made Bioshock or not. All I know is, is that this company is very much so um, influenced by Bioshock. It has that very same, you know, robots are like the, the enemies are kind of wackadoodle. And they got like this world or this world where they build, where they're trying to make a utopia kind of like, you know, um, dang, why well, I can't remember the city name now. What the heck was the city name in Rapture. Bioshock? Rapture. Like Rapture City where they had like people come and they try to get upgrades and like they do these things and like this is that new utopia. This is kind of have all of that. Atomic Heart is basically that where you kind of have these upgrades for, you know, characters or people and they they turn wacky basically. So and it, and it also has the robots and stuff like that. Maybe the premise is a little bit different, but overall, you get what I'm saying. The gist is is that you're discovering this place, this 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 science area, this the science location where they're doing all these these experiments and everything. And this and you're in there now, and you're kind of trying to escape. So the 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 cool thing about this game is not only is it mysterious and suspicious, and it actually looks like it might have a an engaging story you know you might not have no twists and turns like they did in rapture city but if it's like decent enough where you're kind of going through it and it keeps you pushing along um i don't see no big daddy-esque type thing but they do have like this weird character like the um this character caricatures caricatures I don't know that word. Like they have like those like Fallout, like the little the little fat Pip Boy. Um, they have that character kind of in here in their kind of cartoonish way of explaining things. So kind of similar to that, um, similar to uh, Rapture City from Bioshock, but they're also um, it's kind of like more modern. Um, I don't know how to explain it. But overall, what what you're going to be, what you should be thinking here is Bioshock for the new age. And um, <laughs> I'm happy with it. Like, honestly, that's like, that's all I care about. I, I love Bioshock. Um, and it was a lot of fun to kind of have the ability to have, you know, one thing in one hand and then you have your shotgun or whatever, your pistol in the other. And you can kind of dual um, dual things like, you know, have dual wielding weapons. And then you can also do like your, your psychic abilities and things like that. So this is exactly my ballpark for those first person esque type, um, games, um, where you can do weapon, you can dual melee weapons and things like that too. The animations look crisp. The boss fights look crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing much you can ask for. Um, I just, I hope 
that everything is as polished as these animations in the art style because the art style looked dope, like really, really dope. Um, and if they can nail everything else to be that dope, um, like customization of the weapons look amazing. Like they have a lot of unique weapons in the game. So yeah, I don't think they can go no, they can't really go wrong on this one as long as it comes out and it's half as decent as these trailers make it out to be. I think they, they got a winner on their hand and this is for the people in the back. That's probably how they was able to, you know, fund this crazy game is it's coming straight to game pass. People, you don't even have to pay for it. Um, probably one of my most anticipated games and it's free technically, <laughs> uh, not, not free in the sense that you don't got to pay nothing, but it's coming to game pass. So if you got a game pass subscription, you could play this game and not have to spend, um, you know, that 60 bones to kind of get it depending on where you at might be 70. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. So I already gave my opinion and the thoughts of Brown atomic heart. Um, any, 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 any thoughts around this game as of, as of now, if you've seen anything about it? Yeah. The uh, most recent trailer that they had was uh, really good. Um, the, be- the biggest impression is the gameplay is fast. It looks uh, crazy and intense. Like there are a lot of enemies and your abilities that you have. Um, we're always like that. in um, Bioshock where you, you know, you know, shock people and stuff like that. But uh, I liked how they showed off in the trailer different combinations of abilities, like throwing water on people and then freezing them or shooting them with lightning. Uh, all the special effects and stuff look um, very, like, flashy and modern. Um, I was never really into a Bioshock-style games. I've played a couple of them, but I've never really been that into them. But this one, at least, if the gameplay is uh, like the trailers where it's like very fast paced, there are a lot of enemies um, going on. I'm, I might be able to play it all the way through. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there are a lot of games that are like Bioshock inspired or they would say System Shock inspired, like Prey and stuff like that. A lot of them have similar things where you have like your gun and like your other abilities, but they tend to be like very slow paced and. I usually just get bored of them. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. This this game looks very fast paced. Like it's it's mostly all about combat. There's a little bit of looting and searching around, but there are a lot of fast moving enemies jumping up off the walls and stuff. So that seems more interesting to me. Uh, don't know about the story, uh, which is fine. Um, I'm probably I don't think the game is going to have like a clear story. Anyways, it's probably just going to be weird, but it looks fun. <laughs> Absolutely, it's gonna be weird. You seen the two girls sticking each other <laughs> in the stomach with their heads. I was like, bro, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the story is gonna be very whack, uh, or not not whack as in like bad, but like whack as in like whack a doodle. Like it's gonna be a crazy, stupid story that I'm not gonna be able to follow. But I don't care. I don't really care about that part. I care about is the the fights and like these big alien monsters that's rapidly coming at you and you trying to dodge and move around and use your special weapons. And it looks super fast paced. I mean, this is like 10 times faster than 
anything Bioshock made. So, yeah, I'm super like happy with the style that it's going for, but also like the the speed of the game is um, also really intriguing. Um, but yeah, did you did you play any other Bioshocks, uh, Jalen? Any of those System Shock esque games? Jay Beasel. My bad. My bad. I was trying to uh, mute my computer. Um, no, nah, I didn't play Bioshock. I had wanted to play one of them at one point in time, but I don't know. I was younger. I was like, man, that's a lot of weird stuff going on in this game. So I was, I'm like, man, I'm good. I pass on it. So man, you can't take that weird stuff. <laughs> and the weird stuff is like, you're absolutely right. It, it gets a little weird in those games. So that makes sense. Um, it just used to be weird, like, when I was watching my brother playing it, but, like, I don't know if he was, like, Harvest and the Gator or something like that. Yes, like, sir. Harvest, either Harvest Kids or Save Kids. I always save them, but it's very weird. Um, you can harvest them and get, like, more of the atomic juice or I forget what it's called, Atom Juice or whatever to kind of get upgrades, or you can just save them and down the line they'll help you out at the end of the game, which is cool. So you always had the path of being good or bad. In the in those games, so maybe they have an option like this in this game too. Um, and I always pick the good road because who only creeps would pick the bad one. Um, but yeah, another one of those games where you know I agree, very creepy. But um, but yeah, the at least for me, the gameplay looks um, pretty fantastic. Customization looks really good. Graphics look really good. Animations is really important to me. And um, they like they did some top tier animation style, like hand wise and, and movement and melee weapons and, you know, reloading weapons and all of that stuff looks really top tier for I don't I never even heard of this company. So um, I expect them to I expect them to not only deliver, but it might be one of those companies that Microsoft ends up buying with this Game Pass, you know, stuff because um, they tend to do that, especially when they can deliver a good game. Um, So we'll see. But oh, right now it has no release date, which really sucks. But um, uh, we'll wait and see, I guess. Join the Discord. Yeah, but it's munfish.com. Munfish.com. This is the only game they've ever published, so or about to publish because they ain't published nothing yet. So we will see. Uh moving on right along. We're gonna be talking about <laughs> the game that made you wait. What is it? how many years was this game? Dead, uh, I'm talking about Dead Island 2, people. The game that made you wait an eternity to actually get any new it's been information. Like 10 years. It's been a while. Um, and with Dying Light being Dying Light, unfortunately, I have to admit, it wasn't a great game. <laughs> Dying Light 2 wasn't. Dying Light 1 was good. Dying Light 2 uh, is mediocre. But um, Dead Island. Okay. I thought this was going to be the game that uh, I did not anticipate because we just had so much fun playing Dying Light 2. But unfortunately, I did not enjoy Dying Light 2 that much. Haven't even beaten it yet, um, which tells a lot because that game's been out a while and it has some updates. So it helped with the frame rate and all the, the pixelated crap that it was happening 
and uh, the glitches. Um, and I yet have yet to return to it because simply, you, you know, you, you only get one shot, man. You can't be trying to, I can, I hate when I have to go back to a game because something's been broken, you know? So you only have one shot. Y'all blew it. Uh, when it first came out and it was not enjoyable to play at that point, it was fun enough, but it wasn't like, it wasn't as, you know, as polished as I would want it to be. This game right here though. These trailers are making it seem like it's going to be super polished. Like, like the animations, the gore system, like, obviously, I don't know. I don't know how this game doesn't gross me out, but Bloodborne does, but it doesn't. I don't know why. I think it's because of zombies and I'm just used to now being seeing zombies dissected in every which way and form. And I just, I hate bugs and the way they were doing things. Very gross. But um yeah they like showed off a trailer for it they did some gameplay reveal and overall i'm excited um i'm fine with like over the top wacky just kill zombies types of games i'm that's always been my cup of tea they just had to be good and they had to be worth my time um most zombie games just aren't at that point um, Dead Island 2, I don't want to give it like the, the, you win by default because there's not really much out there and it's been a long time since you came out with a Dead Island game. So, um, the cool thing is that Dead Island's gameplay still holds up. It might be clunky and it might be repetitive, but the gameplay itself in Dead Island Riptide and Dead Island 1 still holds up. I was playing a little bit of it. It still holds up. It's not bad. It's just not like it needs that extra polish. It needs that better animations. It needs faster combat and it needs more mobility movement. Like I can't be running around slow like I used to. I have to have access to a weapon or to a car or to some like even a segue. Like give me something to get me moving around this world in a quicker manner and make those enemies faster. I want to be challenged not only when it comes to combat and fighting them off, but movement and moving around the map and making sure that I think and making sure I'm safe. So they didn't really I mean, for what I could see. I didn't see much of that, but I must, I'm going to stop there and let you, uh, Jalen or Josh talk about dead Island too. Um, if you guys have anything, if not, I'm going to ramp it right back up. <laughs> uh, no, I honestly ain't got much to say about dead Island too, but I've never been into dead Island or really any of the zombie, um, I know they, that some of them have guns, but zombie like melee games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I know that this game you've been waiting for since like almost since I met you. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so it's been a while. I'll be I'll be interested to see how it compares to uh, Dying Light because Dying Light was supposed to be the replacement because Dying Dead Island Two wasn't happening or it was taking forever. Um, and Dying Light came out, and now. Like you said, Downlight 2 wasn't all that, so we'll see how it compares. Um, like, from the trailer, Downlight, no, Dead Island 2 looks like to be, I don't want to say more polished, but it, it looks like it's focusing a lot more on um, presentation. Uh, 
Which like, might it, it be has good, a might focus. be bad. It has like a real focus, I think. Like mm-hmm. Dying Light Two had a focus, but we know what Dead Island Two is already based off of this trailer. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't really need to do much outside of have you know crazy characters that are very over the top in some points, and then have the ability to to kill you know zombies in very unique ways. And that what that mm-hmm. showed off. What it didn't show off is what I was talking about. What it didn't show off is mobility, the ability to move around the map yeah. quickly. Like everything felt still slow. Like you were your animations were very polished. Your your ability to kill quickly was was good, but it just didn't show what I'm looking for. That 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 um that leap in uh, quality where you kind of. Not only are you fighting the enemies, but you're actually, you know, worried about other things. That's what Dying Light 2 did. Dying Light 2 allowed Mm -hmm. me to feel like, oh, I'm fast. I can get away from things. I can get overwhelmed and I can get out of situations. But I also had the tools to do so. It doesn't have to do that, but it just has to make sure whatever they do, they do it to a high degree. Because these are not, these are not the, these aren't the, the games that are praised as much as they used to be like they're they're, it's a gore game like um i don't know i I guess when i think of gore games now i want you to actually evolve and actually do something better than just sit and be stagnant you know i I would rather see dead island 2 do something different that's why i was kind of very much so into dying light 2 dying light and dying light 2 because they took the elements of dead Island and, you know, did something more, um, dead Island two already looks as if it's going to be doing the same. Um, but just with a lot more polish. And I mean, I guess I can't be mad at that either because as long as the game looks the part, like a next new next gen game, but it also gives you that fame fun and, and that, that, crazy over the top killing ability and like you're 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 enjoying yourself i I guess i can't be mad but i would love to see like better better movement abilities better cars like i don't want to be but hmm, i don't know what do i want to do do i want the sandbox to be large and empty or do i want the sandbox to be refined and like, you know, consolidate it to the point where every part of where you're going matters. And if you venture off too far, you could end up being in a lot of danger. Like you're trying to go explore a house like you. You really need to you know focus on that stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know which one I want more. I know Dying Light gave me best of both worlds. But. um, Yeah, I don't know. And now I'm now I'm sitting here contemplating whether or not I wanted to expand its world and like really make it a large um, areas where you can drive around in or keep it condensed where you're in a sp- particular particular area but it has a lot of locations and it's a lot or more for me even though I don't really like zombie games that much for the ones that I do like I have noticed that they tend to be more like um Dead Rising, where the area is, it can be fairly big, but it's a limited area and that you are going through it maybe multiple times or like, you know, a lot different parts of that area instead of it being like a fully open world 
type area where you gotta um you know go through a bunch where you need a car to get around um type situation i'm okay with it being slower as long as like you can feel like you're getting stronger and you're not wasting time traversing mm-hmm. um but that's that's the problem where like if the game is too big you need a car or a hang glider to get around which those things are fun but i think that if it's smaller um getting around shouldn't be a problem um but yeah. you continue to get like crazy weapons and stuff like that yeah I, I got to think on that a little bit more. Um, now that I kind of came across it, because I'm thinking, like, you, you know, that's what Cyberpunk try to do. They try to make the condensed areas fun and make it expansive, which I think they succeeded in. Um, but then, because they had that, you know, first-person view, and when you got out the car, it didn't feel like you were just, like, in the middle of nowhere. It was always felt like you just it was something going on or somebody around or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know if there's been like games like that where that was really successful in that type of density. Um, and I don't think Daylight Two is that ambitious at all. So um, I might have to settle for it to be just some, you know, over the top kill, zombie killing and, and leave it at that, which I'm fine with, too, because. Um, I haven't played like a, a game like that in a while outside of Dying Light. And, um, again, I'm kind of waiting to wipe the plate clean there and try to see if I can find a better experience elsewhere. Uh, but yeah, the game comes out, um, in February, February 3rd of 2023. So it's not that far away. Um, yeah. It's got a lot. I don't got that much competition at all. I mean, not in this space of game anyway. But obviously, you're going to be having Dead Space. You're going to be doing dealing with you know Callisto Protocol. You know those games aren't like this. These are those are survivor horrors. This is kind of like arcadeish um, type of game where with RPG elements where you kind of upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm I, I I feel like I'm 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 putting myself in a box by liking these games, but I mean you like what you like, <laughs> I suppose. It's whatever. Um but yeah, looks fun. Looks super interesting. Alright, let's get to this um let's get to this PS5 price hike. Um what you what you what what we thinking? What we thinking about PS Five? Y'all already know what I said last time, and um, I, now I have to pull back all of that. So I said, PlayStation and Microsoft aren't stupid enough to do this, and um, they did it. So well, not they. Microsoft and Nintendo have come out and stated that they're not going to price hike, but PlayStation, boy, did I um misjudged them of how stupid they could be so they did do a price hike they didn't do it in the u.s because obvious reasons obvious reasons is is that first we're probably we're not the biggest market i think we're the second biggest market and obviously microsoft has a big presence here and it's probably the most competitive place so they would not want to do that 
Um, I think everywhere else, Microsoft isn't that big, so they don't care. But I think that was the only reason to stop them from price hiking here. But you know what they are already doing, right? You only can buy the Horizon bundle. <laughs> so it's not like they lose it. You know what I'm saying? They said, hey, AJ, get them this. Is this conditions or non disc conditions? Get them out of here. We're gonna buy y'all can either buy the Horizon disc, uh, non disc version or like the discless one, or you can buy the Horizon disc one. That's it, like, and that's 550. So they technically got away with a price hike, price hike here. Y'all ain't y'all just ain't realized it yet. So, what we thinking, guys? What's y'all thoughts on PS5? Now, we we already know. PlayStation is the best place to play. Seventy dollar remakes, five fifty consoles, a uh, hundred twenty dollar uh, PlayStation Plus uh, or more. Um, yeah, I mean, if you respect yourself as a gamer, you go PlayStation. <laughs> hey man, they um, really is. They really getting away. They getting away with it too. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. What like, they gonna do? I, Nobody gonna be able to do nothing. So, yeah, because they they've been the market leader for a while and you always expect them to raise the price or somewhere. Uh, We were worried about the, you know, ten dollar game increase. Um, But it seems like Sony is really pushing increases everywhere they can, uh, which, you know, you probably will see other companies eventually do that as well. But it's like they're really like. Like using their. They're throwing their weight around to like show like we can increase our price and still be the market leader in like sales and things like that. And uh, for consumer, you know that that sucks, and you can't really say necessarily that the games will be better for it because they're getting more money because it doesn't always equate to that. But yeah, the fifty plus dollar price hike in other regions really sucks um, because. One, the, you know, the world financial situation is not that uh, great, but this is a big price hike for a console that's already, like, been very hard it's to expensive. get in the first place. Yeah, yeah, expensive, hard to get, and now it's getting more expensive. And, it, um, it you know, it might not hurt their bottom line at all, but it's, it's just not definitely not a good look for them, especially with Microsoft and Nintendo being against that. And I think that, well, at least Microsoft, took the smart approach having the two consoles where they have the cheaper consoles so they don't have to worry about um, price drops and stuff like that. And plus they have the more expensive consoles so maybe they can take a loss on it because they got the other one to make it up. That's actually, um, yeah. So they're in a good situation where even with like inflation and stuff, they, their consoles sales might not be too impacted but. It, I think it's clear like Sony was starting to lose a lot of money and they don't want to lose money on the consoles. Um, but what, it's my bad. What I mean is they're making money, but their, their margin of profit or whatever is not what they want it to be. They might be taking a loss on the consoles. So this will hopefully uh, smooth that out. Uh, but yeah, overall, like I said last time, I wish that they could present it better to the consumer because just saying we're going to raise the price $50 for no reason like trash. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we think that this is going to be a big enough impact like um, 
Xbox, you know, talking all about TV or the PlayStation 3 first reveal? Do we think it's going to be of a big of an impact as those events where they kind of lost the market for quite some time? Or do we think this is going to be something that's going to be mulled over and they're going to bounce back? What are we thinking? I, my bad, Jalen, if you want to jump in. I was just going to say, I think that I think these are really bad looks for PlayStation. And if Xbox was in a better place, they could capitalize on it. But I don't think that they can, so it's not going to matter. Um, because people are already really into the PlayStation brand, and they're going to buy The Last of Us remake at full price and be happy about it. And those people are always going to exist, but unless Xbox can all offer up something as an alternative, like, you know, you ain't got to spend 550 to play, you know, the best AAA game this year. You can do it on our system. It's not really going to matter because that, that's the, the problem is PlayStation, is PlayStation is basically unchallenged in like the, you know, AAA space. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be rolled over smoothly. Um, I don't know. I just felt like, uh, I guess, PlayStation, it's like they feel like they got their foot in the hole and stuff like that. So they can, they, like you said, throwing their weight around. Uh, so um, I think people still continue to like support them and stuff like that. But I mean, it's just going to be one of those things that's going to, it's going to be like a, um, a blemish in a track history and it might manifest into something more, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So y'all don't think it's going to have like, no, oh, that's interesting. I thought I would think you guys would think the opposite because what, what it does and what it signifies is that they don't care about the customer, right? They want the bottom. They want basically that they want to recuperate everything. They, if if it's a hardship on the world, they want that the world to pay for it, not uh, not them. So it kind of deems their leadership to be company first, player second. I mean, that's mm-hmm. always been their message, but this is like blatant, right? And then the fact that everyone mm-hmm. else around them is now up in arms saying, we're not going to do that to you guys. If we're seeing, if we're feeling it, y'all not going to feel it. You know what I'm saying? So in my opinion, I think it's more impactful from the messaging standpoint, not the price. Like the price is fine. Like that look that it's like $30 here, $20 there, $50 here. Um, it's not like terrible, but it, what it signifies, what it signals is that simply, if we're bleeding, we're going to make y'all bleed. We're not going to hold that. We're not going to hold that on, on our own. Like they have, there's an article that has come out about them making money off the 499 version of the PlayStation five, like the disc version. No, but the PlayStation five version with the disc, well, I mean the disc list version. No, the disc version, they were making profit off of before everything started to go crazy. So that, me, that signifies to me like, oh, we're losing money. Now we got to charge y'all. And, oh, we're going to p- pretend to bundle this $50 game in here that don't cost us much to make. And it doesn't matter. Maybe y'all already even got the game. Now y'all just want the PS5. So now we um, we, we earn and recuperate that money in a different format. So um I guess it's not necessarily the price hike itself, but it's the, all the signals that they send to the customer. The signals to me, 
suggest that, yeah, we don't care. Like, we're going to make y'all pay $70 for the games because we don't care. We're going to make y'all pay double or we're not going to switch over. Um, we're not going to allow you guys to take a game that y'all bought on the PlayStation 4 and just upgrade it on PS5 because we don't care. We're not going to allow you to use your peripherals from your previous versions of the system because we don't care. Um, we know that it all works. We all we know that it hooks up. We just don't care. We're not going to let y'all do that. So what we want y'all to do is we all want y'all to go spend extra money and we want y'all to go do these things. So all of these small signals add up to basically what this is. And this is a continuation of blatant disrespect to the customer. So I felt like, no, it's not like in the scheme of things, this is the biggest of deals, but overall collectively have what they have done this entire generation. This is now their Xbox TV. This is in my opinion, like this is now their Xbox TV situation. This is now their PS, you know, from this is, this is them, solidifying that they're going to lose the major- majority and y'all do y'all agree or no i think that they could eventually like i said i think these are very bad pr showings for sony and in a in a normal situation like this will be a time for microsoft to capitalize and like mm-hmm. really like you know show this is the better system this is better ecosystem Unfortunately, like this year, I'll just speak for like only this year or even the next 12 months. Microsoft doesn't have anything to capitalize off that for because right now, how to put it, PS5s have been selling out. Um, Maybe you can get one now easily, but they're Mm -hmm. still always going to sell out like they're guaranteed to sell out no matter how much Sony makes. And the reason why is because people regardless of how sony the company is what they're putting out is what people you can't get anywhere else and like what you what you're saying is that even with the price hike i never see a situation where people are going to say like oh actually i'm not going to buy god of war ragnarok because sony is anti-consumer like i don't like even if they are people are not going to skip over that game because it's god of war ragnarok and unfortunately Hmm. Microsoft doesn't have that situation. Like in the in the past, when Microsoft was like you know uh, TV, TV, sports, TV, <laughs> Microsoft, <laughs> they also didn't have like they had new IPs. They were you know they were okay, but like the problem was that those games were not the best games. Like Rise Sun Rome was like mediocre. If Rise Sun Rome was a ten out of ten game, then guarantee people would have eventually went back and bought their Xboxes. But like. Microsoft was not putting out 10 out of 10 games where Sony usually is close like nine, 10 out of 10 games all the time. And that's what unfortunately people care about. Cause okay. I would say like the last few years, even probably at the end of the Xbox one, Microsoft is always putting out the better product or the ecosystem, but they just don't have the games to like back it up. No, I, I agree there. I mean, there, there's killer apps and then there's not killer apps. And then there's things that you, you just have to have to kind of solidify yourself as the, 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 the secondary option. They're never going to be able to match the quality of those games, even if they were to make games of that same stature or, you know, 
type of gameplay. It's never going to be a like a substitute for God of War. It's never going to be a substitute for Ratchet and Clank. There's never going to be a substitute for a Spider-Man game. Um, so I get what you're saying there, but these games are more and more of these games are now becoming PC adjacent. So mm-hmm. as long as people are comfortable waiting, this could be their new option for to get into the next generation of gaming console-wise. Um, and that could be what they yeah. do. Now, if Xbox had that killer app yesterday, like really a really strong showing from Xbox that people were excited about, like they lost that with Starfield. Like um, it was supposed to be that, but it's not anymore. So um, there was there, there, there has to be something that they could show or provide that really allows them to kind of take it to the next level. But Mm-hmm. And again, um, I agree with you. I agree that you know there, there's no way to replace those those apps and those those games. So it could be a situation where it's just like you know through under the rug. Everybody has a bad taste in their mouth, but they still at the end of the day go about and buy the console. Like I, I did, and I never liked the PlayStation from the previous generation. I felt like they were doing weird stuff by the end of it. And they kept doing like console exclusive stuff and they would make force people not to be able to do cross save. And I hated all of the, everything they did about everything really. And, um, I still went ahead and moved over to the new console. And really I had the mindset of, I'm not going to play any game that I want to start and like continue to play throughout my lifetime or whatever in the case may be on this console. And the only thing that's stuck there now is apex because I started it there. So, um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I want to go about it moving forward because I know what, who they are. So the idea behind people now realizing how, you know, crappy they can be, maybe that is the next person's opinion. Or maybe because it's more expensive when it goes to market that now people are, you know, feel like, well, maybe we should just get him this one because all he plays is Fortnite anyway, or all she plays is Fortnite anyway, and they want a newer console. Maybe this is the one they want to provide, but maybe again, yeah. there, you can't replace those those games. You can't replace them. So it's just you know getting the market of people that may not care enough to kind of play them now, or maybe they'll play them down the line, and this is their console for the time being because people. I mean, it feels like it like that for us, but it's not for everyone. Like people have to make decisions based off what they can afford and what they can really what what is available. So, um, we 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 have the yeah, luxury of not being, being able to anymore because we're not in like college, we're not in high school, we don't need to deal with any of that. We can make the we make the enough money to to go out and do those things. So, we are looking at it from a standpoint of well, maybe we want to buy both, but. Some people just have to, you know, pick the one that's available, maybe even cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I yeah. think, like you said, I, it might I'm be a little bit more impact impactful than what you guys are giving it. But um, I agree with you a lot, what you're saying about the games. Yeah, it could be. Um, I, it's just, of course, too early to tell. But for me, for sure, any Sony games coming out, I'm thinking of like getting them on PC just because, like, I would rather just play it on PC instead of spending all the money to get the console and which all I'm going to play on it is Sony exclusive games. So it's no, no point for me right now. Sony new scalpers. 
They just wanted that extra money, man. They was they saw everybody eating uh -oh. off of it. They saw, you know. What about you, Jalen? You got your uh, Last of Us this week. Did it come out this week? Seventy dollar remake. I think it came out this week. I, it might come out like Thursday or something. Mm. You getting that Last of Us? Wait, you know that game? That's the last podcast. Last of Us out, bro. Last of Us out. Yeah, well, they ain't they ain't done it. They ain't let it, they ain't ready to put it to rest, man. They ain't ready to lay it down and put that casket down. And they they still they still digging they that man up. So we will have the last of I us. I just smoke break, but it ain't even get one of them. <laughs> you know, you got the HBO break, Max yeah. coming. They don't get no breaks, man. What you mean? They don't get no well, breaks. They ain't take a break with Uncharted. They put they out sure five games in like one in a generation and a half. Yeah, they did. They really did. Um, bro, just give them a smoke break. Bro, yeah, bro. We got three different break? Uncharted games. We didn't get the same game. What What do you think, Naughty Dog? They came. On? They came out with one game, bro. <laughs> that game been living rent free in my head for ten years. Why? But they came out with Last of Us Part Two, like last generation. So, man, that was last generation slash this generation. They they came out there like a year ago. Was it a year and a half. Uh, last of Us Part Two came out in twenty twenty. It was like the end of twenty twenty. Uh, like October or something, right? Uh, this game came out in twenty twenty June. 2020. June 2020. And the other last of us came out something 2012, like middle of 2012. I think it was like August or something like that. Yeah. They came out with one game over the span of eight years, and that mug, I keep seeing that game, bro. Like, why can't I escape that game? Man, listen. <laughs> listen. Man, all I'm saying is that game deserves a smoke break, man. I'm not saying it don't. What I'm saying is. Uh, and they smoking crack <laughs> if they think somebody for to pay seventy dollars for the same game. But they gotta get their fresh coat of paint. Yeah, this game came out twenty fourteen, so it was it was quite a bit of time. Um, what came out twenty fourteen? Last of Us oh, Part the remake. Oh, this or this not is the, the remake, remastered. the remastered. Where's the original? Yeah. Oh, they came out twenty thirteen. Oh man, no, nah, that came came out twenty twelve, bro. It had to be 2012 because that's when I was playing it. It said June 14th of 2013. Um, let me see. Initial release date PS3. Uh, it just keeps showing me the last of us. Yes, it did come out 2013. Yeah, it said June, June 14th of 2013. Man, I could have sworn I wasn't playing. I, I swear I was working. Mm, maybe I was. I don't know. Cause I had a PS3 back in 2012, and this was one of the first games I got. So this game, so. this game came out like at the tail end of PlayStation 3 era, and then they remastered it and put it on the PS4, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And then they remastered it again and put it on the PS5, right? Yep, yeah, it's the third yeah. third version. And then this is the remake. <laughs> This is the rematch. Yeah, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on, man. Wait, wait. PS, 
Yeah, yeah PlayStation <laughs> Warrior. I'm going. Y'all need another last of us. Hold on. We 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 got one of them coming up too. Yeah. PlayStation man. Six. You know they finna have a last of us on there too. Listen, uh, uh, Sony has been very much so. Um, they have been milking their games for the longest. When we all know this, but we also know that they put out good games. So what can you complain about? Like, I can't complain. They want all more I can money say is I'm not going to buy it. The, they yeah. want more money for this game. The Last of Us Remastered, that price, they would not drop the price of that game. I'm like, just drop it, bro. Just drop the price. Maybe I get it. They're like, nah, bro. Top dollar. And then we just keep getting more Last of Us stuff through the like the years and stuff like that. Like, I can't go a year without hearing the Last of Us one. That's just yeah. my grapes. I mean, y- y'all ain't, y- ain't got to have them saying grapes or whatever. Yeah. I just appreciated Uncharted a little bit more because they came out with more games and then they would sit Uncharted down. Like, it ain't, you know, I ain't, I don't feel like Uncharted been pushed in my face as much as one game. Yeah. Well, Naughty Dog been working, bro. They've been working, working. Like, they had to put out collections like i see a i see a release like every year um they had uncharted lost legacy in 2017 they did the 2014 left behind for the dlc for last of us and then they did uh yeah they've been working working bro 2016 was uncharted 4 um yeah so these jokers been working, working, bro. What you want them to do, man? They they the highest paid. They probably the highest paid company at this at the studio at the at that place anyway. Um, man, I ain't knocking that money. Keep making last of us. If people want it, that's cool. I'm not people. <laughs> I'm not people. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much what it is. You can't even be. I I, I can. Dylan I'm, said he want more Jack and Dexter. <laughs> yeah, bro, give it a Jack and Dexter. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, just give us like, just give me a different IP or something like that. Like, didn't Donny Dog just... make Crash? Yeah, right. Make the first three. The first three. They make didn't the first make three. The last ones, right? They didn't make the last uh, couple ones that came up. But yeah, man. Hey, Naughty Dog is definitely their highest paid studio for sure, for sure. But look, Uncharted came out with the first one, two thousand seven. And Uncharted 4 came out in 2016. You know how much Last of Us gave us in that time frame? One game where they keep reselling and they keep marketing something crazy. But, like, stop it. But that's their, that is their, I'm pretty sure Last of Us is more, um, which one y'all think more, uh, which, which one is more game. successful? No, which one more they successful the though? Which one more successful though? Is it Last of Us? Uncharted. Or is it Uncharted. Uncharted. Did Uncharted get a ten on IGN? Uncharted two or three, I think. May or maybe four. Yeah. I think they got a ten on. I think four got a nine. I remember seeing some says divisive. And I think ten got a ten. I mean, not ten. Three got a ten. I said more successful. I ain't say which one was better. No, I was it, just trying it's to. It's uh, obviously add a point. Uncharted because Uncharted has been like their top seller for multiple generations, and they just had their movie. Where it's like The Last of Us, they've only had one game, and they're just one now game to their TV show. And their second game came out, but I don't know how successful it was compared to like the first one. 
but like overall uncharted has been like around for a while and been on top okay well that makes sense yeah. right, which game have i enjoyed more i say uncharted I've I don't know what Uncharted one is more overall well. more successful. I have enjoyed Uncharted story and characters more as well. Um, obviously, there's only there's only two characters in Last of Us, and like, well, not there's just two characters that you care about, like Ellie and Joel. Like everybody yeah. else was filler to me. And it's Bro, not the like game they were literally goes. You you meet up with a person, y'all think y'all finna be cool. They help y'all out then out part ways. And then you do the same thing. And then y'all part ways. Like Josh already broke and it then down. at the it's end. A very generic story. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a zombie apocalypse game, bro. What is it? Walking dead? Like yeah. Josh already they, broke they it down. Yeah. I'm y'all like, bro. Said it, but yeah, man. It ain't um, enough clickers in the game. Like I'm tired of running in armored dudes. Like I, I, I did that in Uncharted, bro. I don't need y'all to do the same thing. But did you think it was fun when you first played it? Yeah, but I got to about when the black dude shot itself. I was like, man, this game kind of game pointless, bro. And I, I just started playing it as a chore at that point. I'm like, bro, how y'all gonna kill the brother, man? I'm like, bro, that hurt. <laughs> I'm like, man, that hurt, dog. Man, the writing was good, though. The writing was good. At least, at least the stories that they were telling in this generic world or generic story was okay. I mean, they got you through the game. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it was like horrible, like writing or nothing like that. The game was good for what it was, but do it deserve to be like what they doing with this mug? Like, I'm like, bro, like. So the the, the original topic was. <laughs> the ps5 price hike and obviously you don't even like them price hiking on this last of us i'm assuming you do not enjoy the ps5 price hiking no you don't either do you (laughs) no i hate it i hate it that's what i'm saying like it's dumb but i don't 17 hours bro the thing is the 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 thing with your gripe with last of us is that simply they're not doing enough to resell that game and enough in a patch in a way for in seventy dollars, they are literally combating inflation on one thing. So I understand that part. I don't understand like if they find it's all subjective. If they feel as if they put enough effort into this game to create and resell for a, like a seventy dollar product, all it's my it's my it is my decision now to determine whether or not I feel like that I'm comfortable with that price. But inflation and all that stuff, um, I get bothered by because they they can eat that price. They don't have to put that on us. This right here is them saying that they feel like they created a product now that's worth this amount of money. I can always say that's not true and not buy, right? But with that, yeah. if I'm going to play for this, you know, I have to, you know, play your game and, and eat your costs because you don't want to. So that's why I'm like more mad about that than this because I don't really, like I I don't care because I'm not gonna play it. I, all I can say is that I don't find you you know deserving of that money. I don't care that the game, I don't think the game is tired. I definitely think it's been been ran ran in the mud nah, way that, too many that times. That's tired. <laughs> I guess you're right in that sense. It's tired, but um. I just I don't know I I guess I just don't hold it that I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal because um I guess I at that end of the day I can just say nope which I mean you know that already but you just like 
it's like it's still like they they really think they but, get away with doing this again and again. And but again. you would say the same thing. But you would have an issue with it when Nintendo does it. And I I would say it's wrong when Nintendo does it. It's wrong when Sony does it, where they re-release the same game or even a game that they're charging top dollar for that does not deserve top dollar for what you did for this rematch. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly say it for Nintendo, though, because Nintendo is the king of it. Like, they started it. Obviously, they're the ones that, that, that this is the reason why I think they can get away with it. Because Nintendo started it. I feel like I have to be more critical on the originator than the people that's copycatting. Um, like, they are literally the originator of doing that. And they're so good at it that you don't even... I would say The Last of Us is the originator of it. No. What, Last of Us Remaster, all they did was bump it up to 1080p. <laughs> Josh, remember when, when, the, when, when, the, when the Nintendo 64 came out and then it went to the GameCube... Um, wasn't it a lot of no, it wasn't the GameCube. It was the GameCube going to the Wii. Didn't they do a lot of remakes from the from, from the, the from the from the GameCube to the Wii? I would personally say no, because the franchises I remember all had new entries. Whereas like, you know, it's a new Mario Kart, new Smash, new Zelda. All those games had like new versions on the Wii. So I don't remember if they did a lot of ports. I, I think Nintendo. Oh my bad. No, no. I mean, you can go ahead. I was just saying, from what I remember of the Wii, all the new, all those games were new that came out. I think most of the ports I remember Nintendo having, but it would be like I think it could really fly under people's nose. At least my nose is when they took a lot of the NES and SNES games and put them on Game Boy Advance, like. I didn't realize a lot of those mm-hmm. games were games that had previously came out that was on the Nintendo or Super Nintendo or whatever. NES and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, but yeah, that's, to be fair, they made fun. some games a little bit better, but and they, I don't know how much NES or SNES games cost it from Jump. I know Game Boy Advance games are oh, usually they were like $30. Expensive. They were expensive. They were, they, were selling, yeah. they were selling cheap games for a very high cost because it was portable. But that's fine because they're providing a new service to that game. Even though that is exactly what I'm talking about, I won't even knock them for it because they are at least providing you the option to move with it. Like that is the portability. That is the cost of being portable. Like you can still play those games on that. They give you the option. But there were plenty of, and I'm not. I don't think I'm going crazy here. That they have remastered versions of or HD versions of games that came out on the. The, the GameCube. Yeah, they had Zelda. That would have had, had to be. But they, they gave no. you like the Wind Waker. Like, when, was the like H- the Wii when did the HD start? Wii U or Wii? Wii U. So that HD Wii came out with the Wii U. And that was 2013, yeah. right? When like, when did the Wii U come out? End of 2012. The end of 2012. That is when they started announcing a ton of Wii games that were re- reused that was HD. Yeah. So, I'm saying that that game came out in 2013. The last so, of I, so what, number one, I'm not denying that Nintendo doesn't sell remakes for premium. That's not remakes, rema- that remasters, HD remasters versions. for premium. The thing is that I think that Nintendo does that, but that time period isn't 
correct for me because Nintendo didn't really start remaking those games until after those remakes started being popular on the other systems, like Last of Us remake, uh, remaster, and then all the other remasters on, in that generation started becoming popular, and Nintendo started to copy it. It's uh, whereas like it's all we did is bump up the resolution. Like I'm not saying that Nintendo doesn't do those games, but it's wrong when Nintendo does it, and it's wrong when Sony does it, and it's wrong when Microsoft does it. Absolutely. But nowadays, my, Nintendo is doing it, and Sony is doing it, and they need to stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I, I, I like Microsoft for that reason alone. It's literally they, they don't charge you, like, the FPS boost and stuff like that. Stuff that should be already, like, if you're going to make a better cut of the game, like, you don't. Like, they're aligning themselves with the PC. Like, when you just upgrade your system, everything else come with it. You don't have to deal with the 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 tomfoolery of saying, oh, no, nah, we're going to charge you. Like, the reason why Bloodborne doesn't look good on the PlayStation 5, because they're going to charge you at some point for it to make it look good. Like, that is their only reason. Like, there is no other reason for that game to not have been updated. It's a very popular game with a lot of things that people that go like are going for it, that people love about it, and they won't change it to 60 FPS. They won't do anything to go back to it to actually update it because they're saying the code was trash or whatever. I don't care. I know that that game deserves better than what is being done, and when it, when it does come out and they do the Bloodborne remake, People are going to buy like hotcakes. They know that they can resell it. Um, so when I look at Microsoft and I see that they are doing that um, and I see what they're doing on their end and I see that they're actually doing, you know, consumers, you know, the righteous thing for the consumer. I'm always going to applaud it. Um, I have digressed a little, Josh, uh, about Nintendo and their trash ability to throw out a remaster i haven't talked about nintendo in quite a bit because i know what they gonna do and i don't buy their games because of simple reasons that i already either played it or i know what it's what it's about like last time we talked about splatoon you know i ain't bring on nothing about the remasters you know i mean i just have to get used to this is what their tactic is because they don't care like and i don't care now to, to to say that they justify the price at all. So regardless of what they do, I'm never going to buy a game that's been remade or remade or in a way it feels like it's reused assets. Um, just how we talk about Ubisoft. Ubisoft uses reused assets all the time. And I'm just like, if it's not unique enough, you don't deserve my money. So same thing with the premise when it comes to these other people is like, I agree what you're saying. But I don't think I'm being overly harsh on Nintendo. I think I'm being, I think it's equivalent to what they do. Obviously, they Sony and Nintendo are in cahoots. They do, they both do the same thing. But I think I, I mean they used to, they used to be part of the same company, didn't they? Um, I don't, I don't they know. They, they, they had a like project that. together, and then yeah, Sony split off. I did not know that. So. But yeah, I, I understand. I'm just saying, like, I think we forget how many HD remasters were on PS3. There, there were hundreds of them, and even if Nintendo did it, they did not have a hundred <laughs> games coming out on the Wii U because it wasn't yeah. game. Well, you know, you live and learn. 
Um, we all know what we what we how we feel about these games, and we all know what what's the smart decision on most of this stuff. So, I guess to the viewer, stop buying remasters, stop buying terrible remakes like Saints Row. Um, you don't have to spend your money on garbage because you used to love the game. Um, you can always. I mean, I'm not advocating emulation, but if you own the games already and you can emulate, there's nothing wrong with emulation. If you prefer to play those older games and you can get those those games on a um, on your computer in order for you to kind of repurpose them for, you know, because there is a such thing as deterioration and physical games becoming obsolete and not being able the ability to play them anymore. So if you have games like that and these emulators can even increase the performance that it had before. So there's always that stuff there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you don't really see much emulation of Xbox because why would you waste the resources? It's all <laughs> like you're going to see the resources go to the games that you can't find or the people that are advocating for mediocre remakes like that's what you're going to see there's mostly a lot of that you're going to be like well there's not a real lot of support for the xbox well obviously what's the point of doing that if you buy an xbox you're probably going to have access to most of your console generation like the ones that are important at least um so advocate for things that you actually want to see in your um in your favorite company and don't just pretend like they're the best that's that's all I got on that. Uh, but moving on, because I don't want to spend too much time on that. I wanted to talk about Amazon not buying EA, uh, but just posing a question, should they? Um, this is a lot of business talk. Honestly, this is not really a lot of gaming information here. I just think that if Amazon bought EA, and this is my 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 statement here, but then we can move to someone else. But my statement is simply: if Amazon bought EA, nothing would actually change. Therefore, profit as normal, and um, all we would see is a, a different name on top of the games. That's it. So, I don't think Amazon would do much to help the situation. They would just buy it for the profit. EA Madden would still be trash. Apex Legends would still have the craziest of the expensive microtransactions. Um, you know, this Titanfall still wouldn't come out. They're not real allocating, you know, money. Um, that doesn't like literally the the company being bought by Amazon does nothing for me. That's not a gaming company in any right. So. I don't see that being a winning situation. Like Bungie getting bought by Sony, that's a winning situation. But what? There's nothing here. So I, it's not a very long topic, but I wanted to kind of talk about it. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on Amazon potentially ever buying EA Electronic Arts in its entirety? You know, the, the trash Battlefield 2042, EA Madden, FIFA, all that garbage under one umbrella focusing on the Amazon, which I think. Um, I, I think of course it would be a plus for Amazon because they would get like real dedicated game studios, Amazon games, their games that they've come out with have been okay. I think like 
they found some audience, but they haven't been really been big hits. Um, uh, if they bought EA, um, it could be good for EA only in the sense that EA has always been like a terribly managed like company. <laughs> and, like somehow they, the games just keep getting worse over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like you said, I don't actually see Amazon being the good managers in that situation for a game company. It would have to be somebody like Sony or Microsoft that could like probably improve the quality of their games. Uh, so yeah, if Amazon bought them, I don't see them changing. We'll just see more FIFA, um, more loot boxes, more microtransactions, um, because Amazon at the end of the day want to make a profit off their um purchase and ea is all about profit yeah yeah i agree i don't think it's gonna help anything like quality wise or you know the maddens and all that type of stuff i don't think it's gonna do much anything personally um i don't see them being the the one that's gonna be able to fix the current ongoing issue that they have so yeah i think um ea has dug themselves into I I really don't respect any of the bigger companies right now. Like I really don't. Um, I don't respect Activision. I don't respect EA. I don't respect Ubisoft. I don't, I don't find them to be enjoyable companies anymore. Um, I don't find them to have amazing quality games anymore. Um, And there's a lot, it's it's hard to, you know, have a bunch of bangers. I'm not saying that's what I'm looking for. I'm saying is appreciation of the gamer and appreciation of people's time and appreciation of how to innovate. Everybody is out for profit. This is, it's it's like probably the worst time in gaming when it comes to like uniqueness, there's not much uniqueness anymore. There's a lot of the same and a lot of the same type of monetization tactics everybody out for profit, bro. I mean, there, there really isn't much else to say. Um, you, you get something, um, worthwhile and you run into the ground with microtransactions. Um, if you, if you never, if you never had a game that, um, I mean, I could be writing their memos. If you don't have a game that people have stopped buying because of lack of polish and quality, they don't do nothing to change that. Continue to make the same game. That is their memo for EA. You know Madden, FIFA. That is the that's the memo. And then they have games like you know Apex Legends. If things are broken and crossplay is very expensive to add, and people are still buying skins, don't do nothing to make the game better. Just continue to keep status quo because we need that money. We don't need to be spending money to do things that's going to be very expensive to make the quality of the game better because at the end of the day it's a free to play game. That is the direct memos that probably went out to all of their free to play games and that's the direct memo that goes out to their kind of pay um pay for entry games. Um and then they have their obviously King which is um which I think King is that's EA, right? King is under EA, the, the 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 mobile. No, I think it's Activision because Microsoft bought them. You're right. You're right. It's King. King is under Activision. EA has a freaking platform for, or did they buy, or did they just have their own EA you know, public arts? I think, 
EA Publishing. I, I, I'm not sure, but I know they have the same thing for the microtransactions. And it's very similar in that regard. Like, they don't care. So, um, I don't think anything would happen that would change this. Um, I really don't like what... I don't, I can't say I don't like what Microsoft did because it kind of gave the window for people to say, hey, knock on doors and say, hey, do you, do you want to sell? Because we, we need a, a strong position in the gaming community because it's it's a lot of profit there and we could see it continuously growing and we want we want in. Um, I don't like the precedent that they set, but um, it's whatever at this point. Like you can't really change it. Like there's too much money running around here. Everything is a bigger play. Don't think you understand anything because you don't. Um, you gotta have you gotta have billions and billions of dollars to really understand what's at play here. Um, us peons ain't gonna really figure it out. But what we know is is that bottom line. It ain't to help you. <laughs> so just don't think it is. It's not to help you. It's to help them. So as long as you got that, you can't get played. But um, whatever. Um, I don't think this is. I don't even. I don't know. I don't even think this is. Um, mm, it's just not. It doesn't really help anything. Um, these companies are very much so killing creativity and just expanding on their network of um like 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 these games have become like um them slum lord apartments uh, yeah you got to take everything that's bad with it because even though you like the concept of the game there's plenty of things that they're going to throw at it to make it terrible for you um and maybe you like the area but your shower works only once or twice every week. Maybe you enjoy, um, you know, the amenities, but half the time they filled with other people being in it because they don't got enough servers. Like stupid stuff like that. Like you know what you're getting when these games. Like nothing has been perfect that has come out in the last five years. Like I haven't found a perfect game yet. Um. God of War, maybe. Maybe God of War. But I haven't found a perfect game. Like, indie games are fine because they're still indies and they they have a margin where they can be creative but also be profitable. Um, but everything else, I just feel like is a, is a crapshoot. Every AAA game is a crapshoot at this point. Um, there's not really a fantastic game. And they can pretend that all they want that games aren't fantastic, but if you got to deal with an ecosystem that's trash, like even when you got a super high and fun game, I mean, it's still sitting on Nintendo platforms and they don't, they don't do party chat. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, you know, that's how I feel about the gaming market right now. It's just, everything's trash. Um, but I love it. And, uh, so I'm going to keep sending you to play, but it is very much so a, it's, it's, it's slowly, it's slowly becoming you, you, the quality of everything is slowly coming down. Everything across the board, you know, everything is slowly is everything is getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and I, I see it and you can't really unsee it. And once you see it, you kind of realize is that, you know, 
you need these subscriptions are becoming more and more useful because most games suck and you don't really want to spend your money on these games. But any lasting thoughts over my rant? Apologies. I didn't mean to be rant T, but that's what it was. But any final thoughts before we move on to our last topic? No. Um, hopefully somebody else buy, buys EA and can improve them. Otherwise, it's just going to be the same. Uh, so, <laughs> Yeah. Agreed. Well, last topic, and this is... Uh, I don't want it to be a large topic because it's Destiny, and Destiny is large in itself. But Destiny 2 Lightfall recently had its entire um, reveal. And um, I have to be truthful. I liked it. I thought I was, I had a lot of cool moments, a lot of cool things that was happening. And um, they always do a good job of making it feel like they trying, right? And then when you get into it and you really start playing it again, you're like, my God, this game is overwhelming, repetitive, and uh, this this gunplay ain't going to save it. But they do a lot of things that, that kind of made me interested in it. Um, I don't know what's up with this character design, the Lightfall guy with this unibrow. It's so weird, but it's an alien force that's... I don't even remember the name, but it's like a... It's, it's a, this is what sold me. Let me start there. What sold me is the, the actual city and you have a grapple hook. <laughs> everybody wants to throw a grapple hook in that game, but everybody has a grapple hook. And I said, man, will that make parkour in this game easier? But then I thought about it and I was like, wait, <laughs> destiny gravity sucks. So you want me to get in the air more? So I was thinking about it. And I was like, the amount of times I slid off an edge because of momentum or hit a rock. I was like, I don't know how excited I am about it. But, you know, with the mantling ability and like everything, having a grapple hook may be fun. And you can like explore a metropolis and they actually have cool things to do in the game, like in the actual areas where you're running around i i guess it just kind of opened up a, a large the grapple hook changes a lot about the game if it's implemented well but you literally don't have to have a a attachment to go to you can you're pulling it out of thin air so you can literally jump in any direction and it will pull you so how is that not going to be fun? Um, and yeah, that's what sold me on it. Like everything else, I it was like icing on the cake. It was like, I didn't care. Um, like they were going to be doing a lot of things with how they're trying to bring the LFG group inside of Destiny, which is a long time coming because I'm, I, I really didn't like going on their app and trying to party up with people. It was very... Boring. It was very boring, and most of the time, people weren't going to be there, or um, they weren't going to be there for your type of event. So, bringing looking for groups inside of the game may help in keeping everything minimized and working properly. So, or or at least 
where you can find stuff quickly. Uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Lightfall. And um, there's a lot else that was re- revealed, but really it was the Strand subclass, which is a very brand new subclass um, outside of Arc, you know, Solar and Void. Um, and then they had like the release date, the story, and they had a bunch of things that they were bringing in, like the, the journey of a new person coming into the game, like walking you through a lot of the stuff, the mechanics to kind of get people, um, being able to, um, it basically has the, it has the problem that Final Fantasy 14 has now. Like they're trying to solve for that, but I don't think it's no solving that it's, it's too big. Like there's just too much going on. There's too much stuff that already happened. There's too many storylines. They're trying to hold tight and the game is way too expansive. So they're trying to create a journey that every new character or new player goes on that will allow them to get introduced to everything. It's like a checklist. Right. Um, and I just think it's a little too late, honestly. Um, but when would you not, if you're going to put that in type of thing into the game, you're going to do it when you're bringing in your LFG and you're bringing in a pretty cool subclass that you gives your grappling hook. So if there's any time for them to do it, it'll be this time. But Lightfall. Yeah. What, what did y'all see anything about Lightfall? I know Destiny 2 is probably on the farthest ends of your radar but did you did you convince yourself to look <laughs> that's my question <laughs> yeah i saw they had some uh fortnite stuff uh, it was tight <laughs> might, might jump back in uh not the fortnite stuff i forgot all about that yeah they got fortnite they got um fortnite but stuff yeah too. i i watched the the trailer um and stuff uh I, I just don't have any feelings about the new expansion because, like, for me, one, I've been out of game, the, the game for a long time. So um, just showing the stuff in the trailer doesn't actually do anything because it's just pretty much just like, hey, more Destiny, uh, new area, new weapons, new stuff. Um, I, I guess I will have to – I want to jump back in and just, like, get a feel about where the game is at because um, I don't know how – the game is being received right now. It seems obviously positive because people still play it, but also I know that they go through a lot of periods where they're trying to fix stuff. And I know that they recently announced that they're no longer vaulting because it didn't have like a positive impact on the game or whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, destiny is always in a weird, weird place for me where it requires a lot of research to even understand where, where it is. Um, Hopefully it gets to a point where I can just jump in and just find a playlist that I like to play and just, you know, just um, do it. Yeah, Um, I I found myself wanting to play a strike. And I said, let me just play a strike and see if they have like a cool new strike out. Because I was like, I don't really feel like playing PvP because I'm not used to it anymore. And I don't really want to uh, play against stuff I haven't seen before right now. Like. Everything mm-hmm. is probably brand new. All of the sub I haven't played since all of the subclasses have been revamped. So I haven't played in a very long time. So I have no idea what I'm getting myself into when I jump into the crucible because I don't know. I haven't seen anything. 
So I was like, let me just place a few strikes. And then I just couldn't muster up to hit the play button. I was just like, I got to play a strike. So do I got to like figure out what I'm going to be using? Does it matter? Um, do I have enough armors and get through the strike? And I was just like, bruh, I don't feel like it. But then I seen that they gave you, like they boosted everybody. If you go to like the, the helm or whatever, they boosted everyone to have like 1540, I believe. That's the, the light level. And I think the, the regular strike stuff is very small. So I was going to do that. But then I didn't have the materials to infuse all of the things that they gave me into the stuff that I already have upgraded. So I just got irritated again. And I was just like, <sighs> this is a job. And I, I hate that it feels that way because I want to interact with some of the mechanics and things. I'm just lazy at this point or... I just don't want to give it enough time. There's not like Uber's amount of time to go and get like, um, you, I think you can still buy them from the gunsmith, those armor cores or whatever they're called in order for you to upgrade your armor. Um, but I, I don't know. And I didn't feel like going to the, the tower. Um, so I just quit, you know, I just got off. <laughs> I said, I don't want to do it. And it's, it, I, I might jump back on it, um, but it just, it did the same thing I did before. It overwhelmed me, and I was like, I don't really want to do this right now. Um, I don't have the time to put three hours in to kind of get to a point where I'm comfortable getting back into this game. Like, I, I would need to sit down for like a, a day or two and kind of really play it to get familiar with all the mechanics again, and I just, it just became daunting where I was like, I might as well just play Stranger of Paradise because I haven't really started it and I bought it. So let me just play that. So, yeah, I cut it off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they gave you um, on the Epic Store, they gave you the Gallahorn and stuff, the, the anniversary pack for free. So I downloaded that and I was going to try to, you know, go through that stuff. And um, I didn't see where to start it. So I just got off again. I had to look it up. And um, that was another, you know, barrier. I just didn't know how to get, start the quest and stuff to kind of get to the Gallahorn. Um, and I don't want to. I I I don't want to sound like I'm down on Destiny. I just know that it's not for. It's starting to become very much so obvious that it's not for me anymore. It's just too much time. Like, yeah, I, it's I, a it's a lot. Yeah, I get how you can. What I don't get is how you can go back to Final Fantasy fourteen like often and replay, but I think you just have to have a a liking to the game enough to kind of jump because I don't think the mechanics change that often in Final Fantasy fourteen, do they? Um, no, they they usually do it maybe like once a year, like maybe there might be a big change or something like that. But the thing about Final Fantasy fourteen is that I'm not jumping into like random content. I'm just jumping into new content. So uh, I don't have to worry about like getting bored or playing a strike because I'm playing all new content every time like, I jump in. Whereas Destiny, their their model is that they want you to go through multiple things for different reasons. Like you you know you want to get the pinnacle reward. End up playing old stuff that you don't really you already seen. Yeah. And a lot of the content in Final Fantasy fourteen, there's no reason to go back to it unless you want to farm it for loot. But like like I was saying, Destiny is kind of built around the loop is like you're going through 
you know, I'm going to play the Nightfall, uh, or not, not the Nightfall, not, not a good example. Anyways, I'm going to play a strike, multiple strikes today. I'm going to play eight strikes today so I can complete bounties. I can get different rewards, blah, 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 blah. Um, you don't have to do that in Final Fantasy XIV. You can play the, the content that's old, or you can play the new content, or you can jump in the, like, only boss fights or just stick to the story and stuff. So for me, it's just clear. If I don't want to do this stuff, I don't have to do it. But every time I turn on Destiny, it's like, because uh, I... Epic also gave out all the expansions. If you play it on Epic Store, you can have all the Destiny content, um, except for maybe like the Battle Pass. But like with that, it's like um, every time I turn it on, like somebody want me to play a mission. Like the the um, the Gambit do uh, put me in a quest. I'm like, I don't even know what this quest is, and I like I wish this game would just stop forcing me into something and just let me figure out what's going on in the game. Uh, but it's yeah, it's just so much stuff in Destiny. I don't think that it's easily organized or like consumable for players who've been away from a long time. Yeah, and that's like Final Fantasy XIV. To... It's like mm-hmm. if you wanna if you wanna play the new stuff, it's easy. It's you haven't played in two years. What's the first thing you do? Play the story, and like you go, they'll go across everything else. And that's what they're kind of doing with the the story mode now. It's like if you play the legendary mode you will at the end of the day get to the soft cap of the game which is nice um but at the end of the day once you're done with that story you're just back to one strike wait for the raid do all your activities to get to the point like i don't want to jump back in the game just to play your story and um that's it like mm-hmm. like if i'm no longer engaged enough to want to do the raid um you don't have like fun dungeons and i can't play with i don't have friends to play with like that play this game anymore it's like it becomes really daunting and it comes really hard to play and get and enjoy it like this is a social game at the core of it and it's like if you're not being social on this game what's the point just because you like the gameplay nah nah man you got to get some friends g that's pretty much what it is. I feel like if I had people dedicated to the game, I could probably still try to jump in. But I'm so now accustomed to like being able to do things on my own and like start things and finish it on my own that I don't really find the enjoyment in calling a friend to finish something that I feel like I should finish on my own. And I'm totally fine with them doing that type of gameplay because we need this type of game in this type of, in this world. We need this type of game to exist. I don't want them to, I don't want them this to make this game into their non-social game. I just want to see what Bungie does next. If they kind of give you more destiny next time they come out, I'm really not, I'm just going to be disappointed. But if they provide a single player focus, enjoyable ip which i don't even think i think right now that game not shaping up to be that but if they have the ability to kind of on the ground you know off the ground running that this is going to be something like a single player or a co-op if necessary not not needed but if wanted type of situation i think i can you know jump into that and have them have a good time 
with a good story because they build really good worlds. I just I just don't want to. I don't want to have to explore it with people, I guess. I would rather explore it on my own. Um, and the story mode can do that for you sometimes, but um, we'll see. Overall, what they show mechanic-wise and the things that they're actually changing. Um, and I just love the fact that when I jumped into Destiny, everything worked. Like, I didn't have to... I don't feel like I was stuck on a loading screen. Like I'm so used to Apex Trash now that I just got accustomed to waiting on the screen for more than half a second or waiting to get kicked out and having to jump out and jump back in. Like Apex servers are trash. Um, I love when I can see a company put the time and the effort in to make their systems work well. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's why that's what I remember about Destiny is just having a, you know, really, really polished experience. And that's what they provide um, until the people come and break the game. And then, like, you know, you got to <laughs> disable weapons, <laughs> but that ain't they fought. They just, you know, people going to be people, you know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, I can give it the benefit of the doubt. I don't remember if I even bought Witch Queen. But for some reason, it said I own it. So I was like, hmm. And they said I own it on the Xbox. So I was like, did I buy Witch Queen and never play it? You right. I did buy Witch Queen and never play it. <laughs> I bought it and I played the legendary mode and I couldn't beat the second mission. And I was like, bro, am I really this bad at this game now? And I just quit. I remember that. Yeah, I did I might play the story. I might just drop it down to the weakest difficulty or not legendary mode and just play the story because um, I kind of want to see where they go with the story. This enemy enemy looks interesting enough, even with his unibrow and his very strange look. But um, yeah, we'll see. I, I definitely am interested in this metropolis, like this literally this neon metropolis. Like this is going to be like their first new area like it's not old it's not you know crumbling you know like every other area in this game they 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 have like this overgrown-esque you know tone it's like post-apocalyptic type of vibe this is going to be a world that was built and thriving so they have to have npcs they have to have things happening and I want to see what Destiny does with that. So that alone, plus the grapple hook, will sell me. But we'll see. <laughs> we will see. What you think, Jalen? You going? You going? Um, jump back into Destiny with me, man? You going? You going cop, man? Nah, I ain't even gonna. I've been getting like Twitter updates and stuff from like Destiny and. I see they doing something new, man. But every time I think about going back to that game, I'm like, man, can't get no more time out of me, dog. That junk cook. I don't even know if that game downloaded. I might have it downloaded on my Xbox now, but yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's disappointing because it's a, you know, when you know a game can be really good and like. I'm not getting this experience anywhere else right now. Honestly. Um, I'm not getting the experience where I feel like the gameplay is solid and 
it's enjoyable. Like I'm not getting that anywhere right now. Like I don't, I don't find that to be, um, I don't find that anywhere. Like I'm, I'm always, I'm always, um, compromising, I suppose. I feel like destiny is like the least compromising game that I could play, but the compromise is my sanity because it's just too large. Um, it's just too much of a game and it's too complex in its, in its, um, in its systems. But I like the characters. I like the gameplay. I like the, the world. I like the, 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 I like the, the loop in a sense. I do not like when they make me, they force me to play with other people that, and they force the game to be as difficult as it can be at times. But I understand that challenges are needed. Um, and that's what makes it destiny anyway. But when those challenges become toxic, where people are like, oh, you got to have Gallahorn, you got to have this, you got to be this, this and that. That makes me feel as if the community has uh, uh that has to take a turn for the worse, you know? Um, and it's fine to be that stringent, especially when you're dealing with the complex game mechanics. Um, but there should be options available for people to maybe get less rewards, but allow more people in the party. So say for instance, you're doing a dungeon, but you got six people in there. So it's, it's a lot of more air room for error, but you may not get the weapons you want, but you might, you might not get three drops, but you get two, but you're going to get through it faster and you get to still experience the content. I just it just just has to be a way for people to experience this game in a matchmaking fashion where you're not forced to really interact with people like I just I don't know. I have become very much so a lone gamer over the last six, five years to the point where I don't really I have no interest in in being buddy buddy or pal pal with anyone that I don't know, especially having the patience for people that don't really care enough. Like like if 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 you don't want the game to become this serious diehard thing, you have to give a little elsewhere. And that's that that's where they allow you to go, you know, level up and do things like that, but Remember when 12 player raids was like a broken thing and they let it stay in the game for a very long time? A lot of people got the raid done over that time frame because it was a lot of less, you know, a lot less pressure and it was just more fun for the community. But they'd never do that. But, you know, those are the type of events where it would be like, oh, this is actually fun and not stressful and causing me to get uh, have a headache because I'm trying to get something done and I don't have four hours to continue to try to, you know, get through it with the people that are not either uh, engaged enough or uh, good enough. And I don't want to become that person that's putting on forums. Me, Galley, must be, you know, 10 plus light on the, <laughs> you know, some bull crap. Like, that's what they do. So, yeah, it's very toxic. But we'll see. Um destiny is forever going to be a game that I look at, but it just may not be a game I can play, but we'll see. Uh, but that's pretty much it. This is way too long. Oh my, oh boy. 
Um, but that's pretty much it for all of our topics for today. We're going to probably break down Gamescom on the next one. This is just way too long. Um, but yeah, if you got to this part, I want to thank you guys for listening and enjoy and appreciate everything that you guys do, especially if you're really engaged and truly got to this point. You're the real OG. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. We're going to have some more topics for y'all soon, as usual. Anything y'all want to say to the people before we get up out of here? That's a no. They are all good. Appreciate the people. Uh, <laughs> what you say? What you say? Don't get wrapped up back in that destiny. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you now. You said don't get wrapped up in that destiny. Well... Yeah. I, I can't I can't I ain't got enough time for this game but and I and they don't let you play it on Steam Deck so I, I was going to give it a shot but they don't let you play it on Steam Deck so I was like I'm not going to sit here and play this stupid game I was like if y'all get it on the Steam Deck sure and I was thinking like let me play it on Stadia and I was like um because I can like get all the epic stuff and start the quest and then finish it on the Stadia I was like, man, that's just too much work, man. I don't feel like doing that either. I, I, I don't know, man. I just got, I'm I'm exhausted with all of the components of that game. But, yeah. Anywho, we will not be getting sucked back into Destiny. But I will take a look at what they got upcoming. Because if they can make a decent story, um, I'll play it. Uh, but, yeah. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.